Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. We are ready for another podcast here on the growingingrace.org website. That's where you'll find all of our past archived programs. I'm Mike Kapler, and uh, we do have other ways for you to subscribe to our podcast or to find us and to tell us more about it. Here's Joel Brzezinski. I don't know anything. Um, so <laughs> you're on your own, listener. No, uh, uh, <laughs> this is your department. And I, even I am still learning this stuff, even though we've been doing it <laughs> a long time. But for the uh, younger listeners and even some of the older ones who are hip to modern technology, you can use, I think, just about any podcasting app and you'll find us there. There are certain ones that I have applied to and have not heard anything back in a long, long time. I'm trying to get us on iHeartRadio, but have not heard anything back. But all that to say, go to growingingrace.org and you'll find a way to subscribe there. And then uh, you can find links to some of the other ways that you can do it. Or like I said, just use one of your favorite apps, search for Growing in Grace. I, there are more than one uh, Growing in Grace podcast out there. We're, of course, the best. But um, we yeah, <laughs> just look for the one with us, with Mike and Joel. I think we're the only one with Mike and Joel, and uh, you'll find us there. And remember, when you uh, donate $100, you're guaranteed a hundredfold back <laughs> in crisp $100 bills. Now, mm. it, it sounds silly when I say that, but there are actually <laughs> people out there who try to talk people into that kind of stuff, aren't there? Yeah, there is. There is that teaching health there, and people unfortunately take it as legitimate teaching. But here's what happens when you listen to the podcast we don't have a way for you to send us money. So <laughs> there's that. <laughs> and then you'll just be blessed, hopefully, listening to the podcast. You'll be relieved of some religion. You'll be relieved of uh, some of the bad stuff you've heard out there. And that's really, see, that's the wages that we get from this. You know, Paul talked about the reward that he gets as he goes out and, you know, somebody waters, somebody plants, and so on. The reward he gets is that people are freed up. I'm, I'm, putting it in my own words, but this is kind of how I feel, that the reward that we get from doing this show, this podcast, is that people are freed up from religion. <laughs> Christ came to set us free, and we want people to live in that freedom for which he set us free. That's really what it's about for us. It is, and uh, we've had some good correspondence lately from people who have written to us. Ah, some of it will tear your heart out, and like you said, Joel, some of it's very encouraging to know that they're finding their way when it comes to the, the love and, and the, the grace of God, because uh, I don't know, there's a lot of, a lot of obstacles out there and, and sad to say some of it just comes through religious sources. So we're here to help combat that and make life here on earth a little bit better for you while we're still here. It goes by pretty fast, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, one of the things that I think people struggle with and have a hard time coming into a greater knowledge of the gospel, a greater knowledge of the truth that is found in Jesus Christ. There are many things that can hold any of us up, and sometimes the mind is the battlefield for that. We know there is uh, the Holy Spirit in us, abiding in our spirits, having made us with new hearts as believers in Jesus Christ. And then we have, you know, bodies that 
seem to want to go all kinds of different directions and do the wrong things. And, and so sometimes that, that middle ground seems to be the, the need for the renewing of the mind. And one of the things that I think that we continue to talk a lot about here, because it's probably one of those things that most people seem to struggle with, and that is, do I need to keep the law of commandments that uh, were ushered in through Moses? Or what about some of these things that Jesus said? And he even talked about some of those Moses commandments too. And he mentioned some other ones. And you know, where do I stand with God in all of this? Because I might not be living up to a very good standard here. I try, but I keep failing. And, and, and I think the crux, and we talked about this not too many months back, but um, we're gonna, we always look at things from a different perspective to try to help people in their understanding and, and ours too, for that matter. And w- one of the, um, I guess, cornerstone foundational things that we'll be building this upon here for a program or two or however long it takes is Paul told uh, the people where he wrote the letter to the Galatians, he said that the law is not based upon faith. The, the law is not based upon faith. Now, I know some people in the back of their minds, they're thinking, oh, you're, you're talking about the Jewish laws, not, not the Christian laws. And so we might have to differentiate what some of that means because people throw those, those statements out there without ever getting very specific, don't you think? Oh, I think they do, yeah. There's this idea that, okay, so Paul said that we can't become righteous by keeping the law. Christ is the end of the law for righteousness for those who believe. But once we're made righteous, we still need that law (laughs) in order to help us to live right, in order to be moral and things like that. You know, we've talked a lot in the past about how, well, how do you, indeed, how do you define the law? And, And you were talking before we recorded about how we, some of the things we've talked about in the past, you know, there's a law about when you come across a a bird's nest and what you do with it. And there are laws about this, that, and everything else, because there are 613 commandments. When it comes to defining what the law is, it's 613 commandments. It can't be broken up. And so people kind of pick and choose in the church today when they're talking about, well, we're not under those laws but we're under, you still can't commit adultery, you still can't murder, you still can't break the Ten Commandments, the moral laws, and they'll come up with their own version of them and kind of call that the, you know, the Christian laws. And there's other ways that people come up with the rules that Christians can and can't, you know, that are supposed to keep and not keep and, and so on and so forth. But really when it comes down to it is that the law is one law. It can't be broken up. You know, God said that you shall not take anything away from this. And so what Paul had said in Galatians is that as many as are of the works of the law are under the curse. This is Galatians 3.10. For it is written, curses everyone who does not continue in all things which are written in the book of the law to do them. But that no one is justified in the sight of the law, in the sight of God is evident, for the just shall live by faith, yet the law is not of faith, or like you said, the law is not based on faith. That's really what he means there. But the man who does them shall live by them. So it's not only talking about being made righteous there, but it's about the one who does them shall live by them. So people think that in Christ we need a certain way to live. Okay, we're not justified by the law, but how do we live this life in Christ? Well, the just shall live by faith, yet the law is not of faith. If we're going to live by faith, (laughs) then we're not going to live by the law. Because if you're going to live by the law, you have to do it. 
even if we just boil it down to the Ten Commandments, how are you doing on that? Uh, Jesus said, if you look at someone with lust, you've committed adultery in your heart. How are you doing on that? But really, it's the whole law. It's all 613. So I'm kind of setting some stuff up. You can either run with that gap or uh, if you have other stuff in mind, too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the bottom line, though, is and this is what people don't understand, is that God didn't give Israel the law to try to keep them in line. The law was holy, righteous, and good. It, it did have a, an awesome standard that seemed to reflect this holy nature that is a part of God. But it was never the law, the commandments. God knew when he gave them what was going to happen. It wasn't going to reduce sin. It actually caused sin to increase. See, we have to get a hold of that. We have to understand that. We must understand why God gave the law to Israel. Ultimately, in a nutshell, we can talk more about this, but it was to to show them their inability to be able to live up to that standard consistently, to do it perfectly. It didn't just require giving it your best shot. That wasn't a doer of the law. A doer of the law wasn't somebody who was reducing their sin count. Praise God when we can do that. The less we can sin, the better off we're going to be. It's just not good for us, and it's not part of who we are. Right, yeah, we're not, we're not saying adultery is good. We're not saying murder is good. No, no, of course not. But that's how people interpret sometimes when we start talking about these things, is or you guys are just saying people can go out and, and do all these bad things. Of course that's <laughs> not what we're saying. The point here is that we live by something new and better, as the Bible calls it. It's a different covenant. It's not based upon us. It's not based upon how good we can keep the rules. It's based upon one who died in our place and fulfilled the law on our behalf. And now he has poured his life, his very life into us and given us a new heart. Uh, We now have the mind of Christ and we now have the Holy Spirit of God living within us and we've been placed into Christ. And now we can live by by that, by by his life with a capital L, by his spirit with a capital S, the fruit of God's spirit in us. It's not based on us and how hard we try and how good we do. It's just not because we're, we're never going to be that good. And that was the curse of the law. Do all these things and you'll be blessed. Don't do them and you'll be cursed. So there was this curse going on. Uh, and, and even going back, Joel, to when the first commandment was given. I'm not talking about the one written on stone. I'm talking about the one that was spoken to Adam Mm -hmm. in the garden. One commandment that man was given in a place of perfection and paradise. You can eat from any tree you want, any one of these thousands of trees out here, except this one. Touch that one and you'll die. So thou shall not eat of that tree. And guess what man did? (laughs) One commandment. (laughs) Couldn't even keep that. That's the result of what law will do. That's the result of what a commandment with a condition will do. And maybe next time, Joel, we can talk a little bit more about some new covenant directives that aren't attached with conditions and and the difference between that uh, and, and the law that was not based upon faith. Right, yeah. And Adam and Eve were told not to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, like you're talking about. And so what happened? They died. Well, what did Paul call the ministry, or what did Paul call the law? The ministry of death? 
and the ministry of condemnation. And so uh, you see some similarities there, I hope, uh, because Adam and Eve were essentially meant to live by their trust in God and not by what they did. And we're meant to live by faith. Let me just end yeah, with this Joel, one. They, oh, yeah. they weren't following any rules. They weren't following right. any rules. Exactly. They had no rules. And here's here's what we have. You know, They had the tree of life, and that's what we've got in Christ. Paul says, through the law, I died to the law that I might live to God. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. That's, see, that's what it's about. It's about the life of Christ in us, like you were just talking about a little bit ago. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not set aside the grace of God, for if righteousness comes through the law, then Christ died in vain. And our life that we have in Christ, we live not by law, but by faith. Now, in recent weeks here on the podcast, we've talked about Paul and whether or not he kept the law of Moses perfectly, whether he claimed to have done that or not. We talked about Peter and why he clung to the law, clinged, clung, clang to the law. <laughs> and now, next week, John will move on to the Apostle John. He talked about the commandments of Jesus. Jesus had said things like, if you love me, keep my commandments. Well, what were those commandments? Are there conditions attached to that? John talked about this. We'll talk about it next week, right here on Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.